turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank Discussion with Passion on CJD 800. Online dating is up 74% compared to last year. Dating and love in the time of coronavirus. That's after 10.15 with a couple of my guests. We're going to do our dating dilemmas, but a real focus on what's happening here and now for single people. Uh, But first... Time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with Passion at 514-800. And of course, I get lots and lots of emails to Lori at drlori.com. And especially in these times now, emails from people who are struggling, emails from people who want to share how they're passing their isolation. And uh, I welcome your thoughts, your stories, your shout outs too, to people and companies who are really going above and beyond during these times and deserve our uh, deserve our gratitude and our thanks for making this a little bit easier and I know it's difficult for many and more and, and for some extremely difficult like this person and, and we talked about this last night in terms of uh, the grieving process for a lot of people uh, my mother recovered from pneumonia in the hospital just as she caught MRSA the hospital virus after we were not allowed to get close to her on the last visit I had to leave without hugging her it was the look in her eyes as I left her bed that remains with me it said she knew she was leaving I have to somehow dismiss every thought of it it is too devastating Uh, and my heart goes out to people who are with loved ones who can't even go close to loved ones who are critically ill who may be dying from other causes forget the forget coronavirus that that aside uh, other things go on. People are getting sick from other uh, other conditions, and that, that hasn't stopped simply because coronavirus is is around. So, um, and we had a, a full talk about grief last night. Seeing as that, I have uh, I also have two friends who lost parents this week, and uh, and the struggles of not being able to connect with uh, loved ones and and with uh, friends to for, you know to to have support from all these people. We have to find a new way to support each other and grieve, and it's a, a whole new, a whole new landscape now. So uh, that was what our conversation was about. Um, Mackie writes, uh, your last few shows have been comforting and inspirational. You mentioned uh, Monday you will have a guest in to discuss tech and app things, which we did, but we ended up talking because he was in the um, health field, in public health, we ended up answering more questions about that, but he's on tonight talking about app and things Uh, under the circumstances i do not think your listeners could care less about tech and apps we need to support the support of you and each other to help us get through the anxiety some of us are feeling i am isolating alone like so many others phone friends and even played online games with them to pass the time i finally broke down and cried this is a nightmare if your guest does not have a nap that prevents us from getting this virus then i'm not interested i'm going for a walk now to get some fresh air you were the reason i I slept all night. Your show is a source of no wrong term. It's therapeutic, something we all need now. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. But again, um, having, well, we're, we're still kind of, we're focusing on what's happening now in our current living situation, but we are focusing on single people tonight and ways of connecting. So yes, we will be talking about apps and we will be talking about platforms to help people, uh, do this. 
text writes in, well, if it, if it was my mother in the nursing home and she was dying, I'm going to hug her. So yeah, that's another thing, right? It's, it's, uh, are you going to stop somebody from doing anyway? It, it's, it's such a dilemma for so many because sometimes you can't even get through the door. Never mind that. Um, another texter, your show was fantastic last night. You somehow bring a smile in difficult times. I've become a poet fan as well. Last night's poem, like most others, always hold a special meaning. It was a beautiful day. Hard to believe what is happening. Sunshine all day and a bright guiding light at 10 PM. Oh, so sweet. I checked in on friends and looked into an aging couple to see how they were doing, cleaned windows, washed a few walls, rearranged my kitchen, and then went through the bedroom with a fine tooth comb and gathered clothes that do not fit anymore or, or I do not want and bagged it and put it into a charity bin found a vibrator I forgot all about washed it fresh batteries works like new and tonight at 1105 losing myself in myself in brackets laughing thank you Dr. Lori thanking you for making a nice day even better <laughs> oh and this was a post I want to read this post um from a colleague of mine Amir George Sabonge and I just saw it and I loved it on uh, on Facebook so I, I decided I wanted to share it with you it's been very quiet lately uh, contemplating this chaos that has overwhelmed us one of the wonderful things that this crazy chaos is is that it holds a magnifying glass to any cracks that are in our lives, socially, emotionally, professionally, relationally. It's easy to pretend everything is under control and working fine when there is a thin veneer of polish that makes everything look pretty, everything in its rightful place, routines and boredom and exhaustion so that we start to believe life is predictable and controllable and we don't have to face anything or think too deeply. That illusion has been radically and violently stripped away. I think that's a good thing. There's no more room for any BS. Work and social processes are revealing every tiny flaw that never got stress tested. Ideas, models of how things should be, all instantly dissolved as they become radically reality tested and fundamentally questioned. Any place there was a fault line has cracked wide open to reveal the Grand Canyon size chasm of a flaw that was hidden. Everything that could fall apart has. But that also means that everything that is immutable, unbreakable, hasn't and won't. And therein lies the difference. Anything that was fragile has shattered. People who were a little odd have become full-blown insane. I see it getting worse every day. And it relieves me that people's truest truths are being revealed. When you squeeze an orange, you don't get apple juice coming out. When people are getting squeezed, their true essence comes out. It has brought out the worst and the best in people. It has revealed that some people are just toxic, sociopathic, maybe worse. But others... Others got squeezed hard and something truly magnificent and magical came out, almost divine, the best that humanity has to offer. This is the way things really are. No more facade or window dressing. Everything and everyone revealed. This is the way things have always been for a million years. The thin layer of control, predictability, the illusion of modern life, instantly gone. The way our ancestors lived for millions of years, scared, uncertain, unpredictable and yet they flourished and grew and we will too because it will force us to become who we really are once again beautiful and magnificent and resilient but only if we choose who we are going to be and what will gush out when we get increasingly squeezed is that not beautiful 
well said. Amir George Sabonge, who is a wonderful psychologist, friend, colleague of mine, uh, posted this today on Facebook, and I said, I, uh, I need to share this. Absolutely. Um, I listen to your show every night and you always have great advice. What is wrong with everyone regarding this coronavirus? It's like when you tell a child not to do something, they try to test you by doing it. Then you have to reprimand them. We may be able to get through this virus, but people need to listen. Stay home, be still, and this will pass. But people want to defy the law, have kids play together, walk hand in hand, etc. Do they want to live or die? It is not a joke cold, flu. This is serious. Just look at what it had done in other countries in a short period of time. We may not have all the resources to handle the influx. Please stay home. Thank you for those uh, last words. Coming up, we focus on singlehood. We focus on dating in the time of coronavirus. Believe it or not, dating apps and, and online dating up by a huge uh, percentage. So we'll talk to uh, Dr. Jason Berman, Berman and Christina Mucciardi on our Dating Dilemma segment tonight. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Amid this uh, pandemic, a new kind of cuffing season has arisen. And naturally, with close contact being intrinsic to dating, people's love lives are also taking a hit. How are you supposed to make out with your date when the CDC and the WHO is urging people not to touch their own faces, much less someone else's? There has to be a new way to uh, to do this, just not the old-fashioned way. So our Dating Dilemmas panel tonight, we'll see how we can do this because I can't see anybody. We're all remote, uh, so we'll make uh, we'll make this work. But joining me uh, tonight, our regular, Christina Mucciardi, who's the founder of Cook and Date, who I guess your little gatherings are put on hold right now. Yes, unfortunately, <laughs> even our last, our last few were actually the week right before all the lockdown, so... The uh, what was it? The uh, the 18th around there. That whatever. was canceled. Yeah. Yeah, it was canceled. Uh, okay. We canceled it. We, we we waited until the last, like literally the day before. We said, you know, it's better we don't do it. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. uh, uh, Christine, I want to introduce you uh, to the voice of Dr. Jason Behrman, who is a specialist in artificial intelligence and technology. He was on earlier in the week when we were t- we were gonna talk about uh, <laughs> uh, apps and such, but he is also um, has background in public health so we ended up just answering all kinds of concerns that people had which we believe of course is very important but dr jason has agreed to come back because you had you know you had all this research plan right that we were going to discuss so now we're going to do it tonight hey jason thank you so much for coming back (laughs) hello everybody thank you for having me again and uh yeah i just want to say that if the if if we uh, diverge to another topic uh, related to COVID-19, I'm happy to take listeners' questions uh, again. Uh, there's no problem. Okay, great. Thank you. And I, I do... Um... I want to make sure that people have a, a, a place here anyway to ask whatever questions they have, especially if we have people who could answer them, but also for people to voice their concerns. And I know we're talking about a topic that maybe a lot of people are not thinking about. Maybe they're not thinking about dating. But when I looked at the statistics and I saw that online dating is up 74% compared to last year, people are bored. They're online. They still want to meet people, whether they see them in person or not, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, and I, I actually have a lot of interesting statistics on how people are changing their behaviors on dating apps lately during this pandemic. So Let's it's, hear it. It's, it's, it's a fun topic. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people are wondering, like, is this a good time or a bad time for dating apps? Uh, so some people are looking at this as, like, a more bullish perspective where people where they think that, you know, oh, maybe because people are homebound and they're, da- they're bored, they're going to be spending a lot of time on dating apps. And therefore, you know, maybe these companies could make more money. Uh, through ad revenue, and then mm-hmm. other people are saying, like, mm, maybe there's going to be uh, a lot of hardship for these uh, for these companies because people are not uh, wanting to go out and meet others, or they just can't do that. Right. So um, what's going on? Well, um, Match Group, uh, Match Group Incorporated, which is one of the largest uh, dating app companies in the world, they own um, brands like Tinder, OkCupid, and Hinge. They say uh, they've witnessed their shares fallen by 30% lately, oh, wow. and they have uh, cut their annual revenue growth forecast uh, almost by half. So they're really uh, taking a hit too. And um, there's some dating apps that are explicitly telling people not to use the app to meet others. So Sniffles, for example, is a a hookup app for uh, gay men primarily, and it explicitly urges its users not to meet others. (laughs) But but that makes sense, right? So you can make your connections now, and I guess it's about people... It goes, it, it kind of flies against all the advice I've always given, right? Which is you meet somebody online, meet them, meet them right away. Christina, I know for you, it's the same thing, right? It's mm-hmm. like you want, this is why you have events is so Absolutely. that you, people can have that, that face to face, but we can't give that advice anymore. So no. now it, it, we have to find uh, a, a new, a new way that, but it doesn't mean people should stop connecting, making connections, honing their skills, maybe even, um, practicing talking to people and if anything making new friends and then or building more of a relationship so that eventually they'll meet it kind of reminds me of the show did i don't know i know jason you hardly watch tv but there's one called um uh blind blind dating or um Love is Blind, Love is Blind, and it's a reality show. Christina, have you seen this, Love no. is Blind? So it's a reality show where people, the, the men are in, men and women are separated in, in like separate rooms or pods, but they can talk to each other through a wall. They never, ever see what they look like, and they oh, end up no. falling in love and even um, get engaged before they even see what they look like. Yes, and is this the one that some of them even fake their profiles? Um, no, I don't think it's no? about okay. a faking okay. a profile. It's not even a profile. These are like, but, you know, I have to say none of them are like really, they're all pretty decent looking people. So okay, okay. it's not, uh, <laughs> um, you know, they, the, it is television after all. So no, it is, it is. No, because I've seen one, but it's like where some people actually pretend they're male, but they're really female. And it's like sort of like a, a twist. Oh, like a pansexual dating. That yeah. would be, that actually would be interesting. I have a feeling a lot of women might fall in love with a lot of other women. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if that were the case. But nonetheless, mm. um, it's a little bit like that where you develop, where you you spend more time asking all the right questions. Like you, you want to make, you kind of weed out, right? You want to find out, could this be a person for me? So a lot of time is spent like having deeper conversations in a shorter amount of time, which is what might this all might lead to. I don't know, Jason, what do you think? You think that that's what's going to happen? Um, not too sure about that, but I could talk a little bit more about dating apps and how people are changing their behavior yeah. on them. Lovely. <laughs> okay. Love to. 
So there was another app, for example, hashtag open, that sent a message to all of its users saying, do not use uh, the app in order to meet other people during the time of the pandemic because it's bad. And so if, if your apps are telling you not to use the app to meet people, what are people using them for? Well, it turns out, yeah, getting to know people in a more profound way through using the messaging features. Right. So there's one app, for example, called Ship, a dating app, and they said um, messages on the app exploded nationwide by over 60% in the past week when this whole like chaos started happening mm-hmm. really bad. And um, it, they really started ramping up when um, a mandated social distancing rules were enforced in areas like Seattle and New York City. And we're seeing that on OkCupid, there's also a surge in engagement and messaging between people and that they're noticing a 188% increase in coronavirus messages on dating profiles (laughs) between January and February. So people are using these apps to talk about the pandemic. Right. And and so in so making friends, so, uh, somebody texted in, I like the idea of the Say Allo app. I think it's a Quebec-based app. I, I, I seem to remember, I think I talked about it, uh, which is just say hello. It's like just talking to people, be just social connection rather than necessarily dating. Now, Christina, for you on your site, so you also have a messaging option on your site. <clears throat> yes, but the way it worked was that you would be able to message people after you met at an event. So we're still trying to get them, you know, in. Right. So I've actually still been speaking to a lot of my clients, especially the ones that were scheduled for the events last week and okay. so on. So what I've been telling them is, yeah, because a lot of them still like to, you know, want to meet. So I said, go on different apps uh, if you're already on them. If you're not, try a few of them. Uh, again, like we always said, you know, once you connect with someone, try to at least maybe pick up, get a phone number, pick up the phone, start a conversation rather than just chat. And then eventually, you know, hopefully this pandemic will be over shortly and then you can finally meet once it's all over, you know. But for now, at least get a, get a conversation going, not just messaging, like so right. that you can Maybe. cut it short if it's not the real person. Because one thing that I think that I'm afraid of now is that just like in every business, there's all kinds of frauds going on, right? So right. I said be very careful now because if people are bored at home, who knows what, who's on there? You know, it could be married people, it could be whatever, a lot more than usual, right? So. Right. There's always uh, there's always yeah. that chance. But, you know, you should really think about doing a um, one of your events virtually. Virtually. Like, well, somebody told me that today and I said, you know what, maybe I'll think about doing something. You really should. I, I bet you Jason can help you with that. Yeah. <laughs> right, Jason? Um, I, I do have a lot of friends in the culinary arts field. And I do know that some are starting to give um, what they what they used to give, which was uh, group uh, cooking classes. Mm-hmm. And similar to your business, mm-hmm. and uh, they're starting to do um, mini courses online, and it's kind of like a house party or whatever, like Lori yeah, described, uh, like yeah, an using... app where everybody could come together and you just kind of hang out online. I love that. And I mean, why not? Like, try this yeah. out. There's lots of free apps out there, people. Everything from like Google Meet to Google Hangouts to uh, Zoom. To um, house party, even, even even house party, even like one on one, like Face app, like I was describing before, FaceTime, excuse me. FaceTime. And I mean, like, uh, be creative. Um, you can have a lot of interconnection with other people using these uh, digital tools, most of which are freely available. It's not the same kind of level of engagement you have when you're like face to face with someone and you can actually touch them and you know see all their body language. But in times like this, 
it could definitely be a, a, a suitable substitute, especially if you're feeling the anxiety, if you're feeling I, uh, very lonely and isolated. Uh, give it a try. Um, yeah. I like it. I, it. It could be just as fun. I think so. I, and I think, uh, I think uh, Christina, you could make that work with House Party because you could literally have 20 people on a screen and cool. you can have, you know, a chef in the middle, what have uh-huh. you, and and people can be, uh, you can chat, and, and you're literally just hanging out, you know, and, and it might be a good opportunity for people to see each other visually, to hear them talk, to, you can go around the room, and people can say a little bit about each other. Yeah, and, and, uh, and that could work afterwards on the chat function on my site. Exactly. So from there, we could then interconnect them through the site. Yeah, exactly. That's a good idea. Yeah. I will try that, I promise. So for next <laughs> month, we'll see how that works. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Uh, Christina Mucciardi and Dr. Jason Behrman, who is a specialist in artificial intelligence and technology, is that they're both here for our Dating Dilemma show. We're focusing on uh, on dating in this new age, uh, What how people's dating habits have changed. They've been forced to change, actually. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll continue this conversation. We'll take your questions as well and uh we'll talk about this new this place uh, called boober eats which you might be interested to hear about (laughs) somebody texted in about that so from the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak you're listening to passion cjd 800 Lots of dating apps out there, and many of them have been swept up into the COVID-19 discussion. Tinder interrupts your swiping now to remind you that while they want you to continue to have fun, you should also remember to carry hand sanitizer and maintain social distancing. A queer-focused app Lex has also been reminding people to wash their hands and suggesting ways to keep busy and connected while quarantined. And OkCupid has gone so far as to include a question about coronavirus. Does coronavirus affect your dating life as part of their users' dating profiles? It is a confusing time for single people, to say the least. Do we date? Do we not date? Can I see somebody? What if we maintain our distance? Okay, I know I shouldn't kiss them, but can we still get together? And there are just so many questions. Uh, And tonight, for our Dating Dilemmas panel, we are joined by our own tech expert, uh, Dr. Jason Behrman. He's a specialist in artificial intelligence and technology. And uh, Christina Mucciardi, who's the founder of Cook and Date. And you know we've uh, heard a lot about those events, which are now all on hold, but look out for Christina's uh, house party. party. Yeah, cook and date. (laughs) She's going to do it virtually. I know it's going to take some innovation on your part, Christina. You're a little bit old school like me. Yeah. But um, you know what? You better get on board before. uh, If you want to keep your business going, you better get on board. And I think uh, a lot of people are are thinking that way too. It's like, how are we going to continue this and, uh, and make this happen. So a couple of texts here. Uh, Lori, did you hear about the innovative idea a strip club's owner had in order to counteract having to shut down his business and laying people off, excuse the pun, Boober Eats, topless food delivery service. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) 
Just thought I'd share that. Uh, hey, Dr. Al, is there any app for introverts, introverted dating? Funny thing, this quarantine that bothers most people, aka extroverts, is just another day for us introverts. I thought that was pretty fun. <laughs> now, I do know, I looked it up, the best dating apps for introverts, Anomo is one. It's billed as a dating app specifically for introverts. So, A N O M O. Oh, and then there's uh, others where you can simply state that you're an introvert, like OkCupid, okay, Coffee Meets Bagel, Quiz Up, Once, Align, Siren. So Google it, you will see that there are probably dating apps for just about any interest or kind of person or what have you, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay, a couple more texts here that I want to share with our uh, listeners, I'm 68 years old and receive an average of 20 texts a day, uh, women from women from 20 to 70 years old. And they ask very intimate questions. Love your show. Well, there's somebody who's having fun on the apps and a lot of it can be just like that can be just fun without necessarily having to put yourself out there any more than that. Right. Who wants to go? Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> I know, it's hard when you don't it's see so each other, right? I know. Like, I know. Um, yeah, so that, that's one thing that I told my clients to, especially the ones that have never been on apps or, or sites or whatever, and I've told them, I said, please just have fun now. You know, like, again, don't go out and meet anybody, but, you know, uh, have fun. This is a time where you can go a little bit, you know, like a, maybe go a little bit outside your comfort zone on, on a chat level or, or maybe try to, uh, you know, like approach somebody that might not be, someone that you would approach typically at an mm-hmm. event or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. maybe a bit younger, maybe a bit older. I don't know. You know, like go crazy. Right. <laughs> Try it you, out. Yeah. You can, you, you can take a more risk. Like this person says, I like this new change because <laughs> it makes it less peer pressure to meet too quickly. I swore off online dating a while ago and out of boredom, I signed in again. And someone who I met a few years ago reached out to me, even though he moved out of the province, we started <laughs> chatting and decided to visit each other when COVID-19 is under control. I'm less anxious about it since we had a couple of dates before we uh, lost contact so uh, there you go another one most social networking up people likely bored silly but just on playing the game unfortunately I'm willing to bet more than 50% of new activity are people in relationships just looking to talk unfair to those looking for a relationship and I think that's what you were alluding to Christina yeah. is like the frauding and the yeah. the who are you talking to who you say you're talking to and it's true you don't get to when you meet somebody you can find out the truth yeah. Jason are there any ways to like find out the truth oh how well, about I'll doing look... that reverse face thing <laughs> yeah yeah so the reverse image search so yeah. if you want you could take people's uh, profile pictures and you could do a reverse image image search in Google to see if they took that image from somewhere else on the internet and they have uh, a catfish profile as we call it so uh, a profile that's not real and they're trying to delude you into either providing information or meeting someone who is not who they say they are so right. be careful out there or the yeah, picture but... or the picture will show up like on Facebook in their yeah. like a wedding photo <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that would be well it would work i mean you you would hope that it would pick up on, on those kinds of things you know um 
Um, I, I do have something to add yeah. to the conversation here where we're saying, like, try something new or, you know, experiment. Well, there is some fun that everybody could be having uh, online right now. And I tested it out. And I must say it was quite uh, entertaining. What? And so there is a, a bot, so an automated messaging system available online where you could practice your sexting skills. Mm. So it's called Slutbot. Okay. And it is a free virtual coach that shows you how to dirty talk over text messaging or sexting. <laughs> it's by uh, juiceboxit.com. So juiceboxit.com, one okay. word. And it's developed by uh, real um, um, uh, sex educators and also erotic fiction writers. Hmm. And um, it's to like. It, uh, encourage you to test out, you know, your erotic abilities using these new technologies. And the bot is is really progressive, and it really helps um, kind of give you a guide towards consent and how to, you know, um, see what kind of boundaries you could establish with another person when you're doing sexting so that you don't oh, say great. things that will make the other person feel uncomfortable, how to check in with the other partner that you're doing the sexting with to make sure that you know you're not going too far and that there's open communication as to what you both enjoy in terms of this kind of erotic fun. And I tested it out, and I must say, it was kind of fun. And yeah. there's different kinds of levels you could have. So you could have, like, the really, really hardcore and dirty ones, or you could have, like, the more gentle, um, ease yourself into the whole process or this, like, new n- new valley of uh, sexting, I guess you could say. What did so you tell – Jason, what did you tell your husband? <laughs> oh, I was I'm doing him, like, research? He, uh, he, I Actually, yeah. And he was, like, here. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm testing out Slutbot. And, uh, yeah, it was it, it was it was kind of fun. And uh, – Oh, everything I say him, it doesn't even raise eyebrows anymore. I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah. you got to find a way to raise his eyebrows then. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm such a extreme extrovert and open-minded person that I don't know. I, I anybody who knows me, like the things that come out of my mouth, it doesn't even surprise him anymore. Right, right. Like, Oh, okay, great. He doesn't Jason. even roll oh, okay. his he doesn't even roll his eyes anymore. Uh, okay, here's a serious question. So. Um, uh, perhaps this question has already come about, but what about dating, seeing one person? Do you think it's okay yeah. to see my boyfriend? We've been together for one year and we've been seeing each other on weekends mostly. Do you think this is okay? We don't live together. Wouldn't it matter whether they are, Jason, in um, if they come in contact with others, though? Exactly. Okay. So if you live in the same residence with another person and you cannot change that kind of a, a living arrangement, then you're together. And, you know, that's like a, a, a risk that we all have to accept in society, which is an acceptable risk. Like that is your home. You live with somebody else. They go out into the world. They could get infected by their encounters in society. But that's like a, a risk that we together deem as like reasonable. But if you're not living together, it is best if both of you try to avoid coming into, into close proximity with each other. Um, we do see, though, like uh, to return to the conversation I was having before, that people are now um, starting to communicate more than ever to have exclusive relationships. Mm-hmm. So where people were not being um, uh, slow and steady before in their relationships are now asking their partners to be exclusive and to have that type of relationship now um, due to the pandemic to try to lower people's risks of contracting the COVID-19 virus. 
And so we do start to see people uh, becoming more uh, exclusive in their relationships. And um, this is like a temporary kind of agreement that people are having, uh, which is interesting. I think it's it's good. It's going to change the way people date maybe uh, permanently. I I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) I hope so. You hope so. I know. I know. I hope so. Um, But I'm just wondering, like, if, if the boyfriend is only visiting her and she's only visiting him and they and they have been in contact with no other humans um i guess that would be fine as long as they're practicing good hygiene which right. is when they're touching surfaces right. and going out in public that they're staying at least six feet or two meters away from other people right. and that's the minimum okay so if you go a little bit more than six feet or two meters that's even better but like you don't have to be like right obsessed with, you know, distancing yourself with people more than the two meter limit. So maybe getting um, together, but in the same house, but keeping a, a safe distance. So you, you might not want to cuddle, kiss and do all of that stuff. That makes sense. Uh, guys, hang out with me a little bit longer. Dr. Jason Behrman, a specialist in artificial intelligence and technology and Christina Mucciardi, founder of Cook and Date. We're talking about dating in this age of covid 19 and any of your texts of course always welcome at 514-800 passion with dr Lori batito on cjad 800 so i'm on day eight of my isolation living at home with my husband who is not on isolation i was the only one that went away so he and I maintain our six feet apart from each other and have been, we've been pretty good. He's been more paranoid than me, but, um, you know, washing all surfaces, staying away from each other, blowing each other kisses across the room. That's just about it. That's as much contact as, uh, as we've had. And today I got a visit from, uh, my daughter who stood on the sidewalk while I was at the front door, just so I can see her pretty face and blow her a kiss from afar so um but uh, there are single people out there who are still want to connect and they're bored at home so what better way than to get online and start making connections and then maybe filling up your calendar for when you when all of this uh blows over as one texter wrote when this all passes there's going to be a dating and social explosion (laughs) women will have date after date after date (laughs) and we have a a, another poet actually uh, who just uh, sent in a little something romance and love then cybernetic love today i rather be with you in bed than in love through the internet (laughs) thank you from andrew we have two poets now sending in poetry um love it so uh, another text writes i would like to date an alien female hybrid i gave up with human females (laughs) why (laughs) i don't know um but anyhow so obviously the rules are have changed like there's no kissing there's no um touching can't touch your face can't touch like i mean dating in the traditional way is is just too risky right now is it not i mean where are you going to go anyway Unless you meet at the park and go six feet apart from each other. Yeah, no. Yes. That's a possibility, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a possibility. And, you know, you can, um, it, it sounds a little bit odd, but you are allowed to go outside by yourself and go for a walk if you stay away from other people just to get fresh air, enjoy the sun on your face, and to get some physical activity, which I strongly encourage all people to do. 
like don't don't sacrifice physical activity and just be sitting on on your duff at home all all the time. That's not healthy either. Right. But if you can go out by yourself and keep your distance from people, that's perfectly fine. So I recommend that people go on walking dates where you know one person walks on one end of the street on the <laughs> sidewalk and the other person walks on the other end of the Agreed. street. And you just talk to each other with uh, a handless uh, adapter for your phone and just have like a very easygoing conversation where you both walk out in the sun in you know early springtime in Montreal as long as you're like six feet or more than two meters away from one another you can do that I like and that. why not yeah I I think that would be a, that's certainly a possibility and just contain yourself like you don't have to touch and it's going to be a new thing and and, and then you'll have women not worried about guys making the move you know <laughs> Without well, consent. women should never have to worry about that. Yeah, I know that. All touching I know. should be consensual. Yes. And, In theory, um, yes. <laughs> but you know, not always the case. Some women may be fearful of that and what have you. But this is a great new. Maybe uh, this will be the way it will be done from here on in. Who the heck knows? You know. Um, mm-hmm. But people should know that kissing is just about the most efficient way to transmit the disease. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, you uh, you don't want that. So any other uh, tips, Jason, any other apps where people can connect? And it's not just about it's not just about dating or looking for for love, but also making friends. Absolutely. Um, many people have started to say, like, why don't we have this like renaissance in, in phone sex, for example? And they're describing um, phone sex as like the vinyl records of sex tech. So, <laughs> um, oh yes, let's go back. But they're still kind of hip and cool. <laughs> and you know, if you if you're listening to vinyl records, like it's not like something that is scorned. And so you know what? Just a plain old phone call where you get a little bit freaky with each other. There is no risk in that. And you know what? I encourage all listeners to give that a try. If you're feeling isolated and lonely, try it. Sometimes um, some people really appreciate that kind of connection with another person because they do not feel the anxiety of being in the room with with another individual where the situation might escalate to where they are touching or, you know, it it goes to uh, an area where they just don't want it at that period of time. And so with uh, phone sex, for example, um, that will never happen. And sometimes that allows people to really just relax and really get into the headspace that is necessary to have that kind of erotic fun, which is totally healthy and totally appropriate uh, given the context we're living in. Exactly. And I might, and and let me add this, and I know Christina and I are both, although I'm older than she is, but we both are old enough to remember that dating way back when was through the phone. We would Uh spend hours on the phone getting to know somebody that we were interested in. And now I talk to young people and they don't even know they don't do phone conversations no, ever, exactly. ever. Exactly. I, you know, this is funny. It could bring it back. Like you said, the vinyl records of, 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 of new age dating, that, that it's so hip and cool. Same thing. Like the phone is actually, I think, something that it's going to, it's gonna like people are actually having conversations on the phone now. I see it. I took a walk today and I saw all kinds of people just walking alone on the phone. I was like, this is cool. Well, you know, people are actually talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's um, it's a good it's good to go back and to to those kinds of uh, 
I would say simpler times, you know, where, and more connective times, because when you have tone, when you hear somebody's voice, it's mm-hmm. different than, than looking at words on a screen. Oh, and, and I really think, um, maybe that will change, you know, maybe people are going to start to use the, the telephone more to hear voices more than and just texting and maybe that'll be a good thing that comes out of uh, or even or even FaceTime you know something a little bit more interactive rather than just be texting yeah yeah FaceTime I love FaceTime I think it's great FaceTime with the my entire family and just being able to see somebody smile and uh, you get to see somebody's body language when you're FaceTiming so um, I think it's time I think it's time to get to that even though people are online and have those platforms on the dating sites that they should get out of that and, and maybe do some of the, uh, the FaceTime and, and mm-hmm. things like that. So mm-hmm. I love all these ideas though, Jason, these are, uh, these are great apps, learning how to sexy talk, like getting tutorials. I love that That's great. I'm telling some of my clients, Jason. Slutbot. Slutbot. It was so much fun. I really enjoyed Slut-bot it. Slutbot for anybody. Yeah. Slutbot. And House Party is another app. Yes. If you can join a whole bunch of people at the same time, I'm having a house party on Sunday for uh, celebrate my birthday on house party. So I think that'll be fun. <laughs> that'll be oh, a no, first, no. but, That's uh, great. you know, you're still with people you love. You get to see them. You just can't touch them. So. I, I have another idea for a dating activity. If people are uh, interested. Yes, we're interested. Sure. So everybody knows, uh, the cat, uh, the catchphrase now it's called Netflix and chill, which yes. is like innuendo to have sex with someone. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. there's a, a new, a, a new phrase, which is uh, self-isolate and chill. <laughs> and it's about when two people come together and they watch the same television program that they're streaming from one of these online platforms right. and you remain on the phone together and you talk about it as you both watch the show independent of each other's like living arrangements. You know? I like so that. one person's in one area, you're in the other area, and yeah, you just chat on the phone as you watch uh, some shared program. Why not? I think it's great. Listen, there are times when I have, I'm on FaceTime with uh, my daughter who lives in Toronto, and w- the FaceTime will be on for literally hours while she's doing her stuff, I'm doing my stuff, we come back, we check in. Like you just, ca- you kind of get to hang out without necessarily having to talk much but you get to you get to be in that person's space in a way right yeah why not there's many ways where you you can be in the same room yes be creative and i think that's the the bottom line is be creative guys i appreciate all of your uh input tonight and and sharing airtime with me because you know i can get lonely too so thank you very much (laughs) (laughs) of all my friends keeping me company as well and all my passion community keeping me company i don't know what i do without everybody here uh so i'm grateful very grateful to all of you thank you so much christina mucciardi cook and date dot com keep uh keep looking out for her virtual cook and date event i'm holding well, you to it christina i'm holding I will. you by to next, it by next month by our show next month i'll have something i'll have okay. something promised online okay sure. well you let me know and uh, we'll uh, we'll let our listeners know about it as well okay and, all right take care and dr Thank jason you. bearman will be back with us uh, also next month to talk about uh sex tech the new technologies in the sex field uh, thank you so much, Dr. Jason Behrman. Always appreciate it. And people can find you where? 
Um, just do like a, a little search online, uh, Dr. Jason Passion. You probably will find uh, some posts that I've been making. But I'm also on Twitter. Uh, that's a good way to reach out to me. So my handle is J Behrman PhD. My last name is a little bit tricky, so it's B E H R M A N N. Thank you so much, Jason. We'll speak to you again soon. Appreciate everything you've done for us here. Thank you so much to everybody out there and stay safe. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Uh, Thank you to Chris Aiken, our technical producer tonight. And of course, thank you to all of you who uh, tuned in and who sent in uh, your texts. To connect with me on social media, it's at Dr. Lori Betito, B E T I T O, as I spell my last name, or through my website, drlori.com. You can send me an email if you uh, need a chat. Um, If you're in crisis or you're having trouble and you just want somebody to talk to, um, I'm happy to talk with you. Just send me an email and with your phone number and I promise I'll get back to you or one of my colleagues will get back to you. There's a few of us who are offering our services uh, during this time of, uh, of crisis. Uh, so I'll be happy to, uh, to help you out with that. Coming up next here on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening. Stay safe and remember to live your life with passion.